I'm going to let my mouth do the talking. <laughs> I feel like that would be a really good lie, just because it's like, it's like what else would do the talking? The Martini Lounge. Entertaining, irreverent, and hysterical. Hard hit it. Is it? Mostly. <laughs> what about you guys? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's that for? Well, don't put our address on a profile. Bitch. What the fuck? Okay. What? Oh, what are we saying? <laughs> hey, hey. Hola. Hola, como esta? Hola, como esta? I'm just going to monotone everything. Churro, churro, please. Churro, no, churro. don't be churro. churro. Don't be churro. Don't She's be so her. Fun. She's so fun. I want to find churro every day of my life. I'm wanting, I have to there track her down and be have a selfie. Yes, there you go. There should be a book called Finding Churro. Exactly. Finding Churro. So like and she's your meditation. will be like, oh, that'll be great. It's going to yeah. be about the best churros in every country. And you're like, no. It's about Not one specific churro. It's one Who lady The personification yeah. of, churro. of churro. Yeah, exactly. She is there in and Santa Monica, oh my gosh maybe it's like there. a religion uh you're a churologist no that's churology no. well you could be a scientologist scientologist so it could okay. be a churologist okay. yeah a well, churist a churist a churist that just sounds like a tourist but with a C right a churist a chorizo like the like the sausage a chorizo? Yeah, I like it. A I'm a chorizo. <laughs> I love chorizo. Chorizo so For good. fuck real. Anyway, I'm going to cuss a lot on today's for show. For fuck, for fuck real. Yes, because you ever have those days where you just don't uh, like humanity? People. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like a lot of those days happen. Oh, I'm just like, no, uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, no, you better don't. Uh, honey, I don't yes. think so, honey. No. I don't think oh, so. Oh, damn it. That's the thing that, what? that Matt does. <laughs> oh, now you're starting so, to do yeah. it. Yeah. So one of, you of course, we Matt interviewed Rogers. Matt Rogers from the great podcast Las Culturistas, mm-hmm. um, and I listened to it when I walked to work because now I walk to work getting ready for LA. Yeah, yeah. It's training like it's the training. Olympics. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked two point one miles oh to work oh, and two point one miles home. So four. If you do math, that's four point two. That's a lot of miles, miles every day, right? Losing that's a weight, lot. doing good, right? Mm-hmm. It's fine. And so I listen to that mm-hmm. while I'm at work. My, wait, I have to share my favorite comment about this. Okay. So I was texting you today <laughs> telling you, I get to work and my, my coworker Trina is like, my sister called me and said, I think I see Jonathan on the road. Like he's walking. Is he walking? And she's like, I, maybe. maybe I, yeah, right. I, I don't know. So I come in and she's talking to me. She's like, was that you? I said, yes. And yeah. she says, the other thing she said was, um, is that a headband he's wearing? Why would he wear that? Uh, so it is. Just yep. so everybody should know, it is a choice, but it's a cool headband. I bought it for because so you could listen to music when you sleep. Uh-huh. It's a headband, and inside of it are earphones, which is super cool. So in the morning here, even it's though it is in March, yeah. it's yeah. still like tomorrow's yeah. below freezing in the morning. It's thirty-one. I, it's so cold. So I want to keep my ears warm, right? Right. But I'm going to still walk to work. Yeah. So I put that around so it warms my ears and I get to listen to yeah. my... And I keeps get the top that of your head cool. It it does. Is well, here's... Thing? No. Do you need that? No. I have a hat if I have Oh, to you that. put a hat over. Yeah, because okay. it's just Got the headband. It. But the weird thing is I also have to have a different uh-huh. earphones with me because it, when I walk home, it's typically warmer. <gasps> oh. And then you just look you silly. Don't, you don't need a headband. In the morning. Because then it's like 60. Right. Okay. Right. So there... There's what I wanted to say. But Les Culturistas, Matt it. Rogers, check it out. It. He does this thing. 
him and Bo <laughs> and Yang. Um, they do. He does a thing anytime he wants to like punctuate. He loves a moment and yeah. he's excited. He just takes a moment out of nowhere. And yeah. you hate that. Yeah, I don't know if I like. Yeah, that. but now you're Matt, starting like to do you, it. So no, I did you're, it once. I don't know. You did it once. Shh. You do it one more time, no. and it's a habit. I'm just saying. <gasps> Is it three? A two? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm seven not, times. I don't know what makes a habit, I but I just know that I hear it a seven few weeks. Times. Is it? That's what I've That's heard. That's too long. I think so. I'm pretty sure that I've made and I'm bad habits faster, right? And I'm and pretty good sure habits longer. I I will not focus on anything mm-hmm. no. for that length of time. So oh, I'm good. oh, I know exactly. I have exactly. No, I basically have no habits. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I would not focus that long. No, it's seven weeks. That's forever. Seven That's weeks. what two months almost. Is it seven weeks or seven days? Um, it, it might be seven, seven days. days. It can't be. I've I done things know. for seven days. I'm not a scientist or a chorizo. I don't I'm know. not either of those. You're not a chorizo. No. So that's good. I just um, appreciate all the hail the mighty churro. Yes. Churro, yeah. churro. <laughs> that's the chant, and you smack a book against your head. The, <laughs> yes, the holy exactly. book. It's not a Bible. Maybe it's no. Chi- the Chible? The Chible. The Chible. The Chible. The Chible. We will call it a Chible. Oh, the Chible. Listen, the okay. things you're going to learn. I know. We just show. invented our own religion. We should be a nonprofit. Get Whatever. Us, get yeah. us the tax. The tax exempt. Yeah, tax exempt because of religion. So yeah. how about that? Right. And there. also all mm-hmm. of that. Anyway, Scientology gets a tax break. That's cool. I freaking know. The richest fucking religion. You guys are the worst. <laughs> I hate Scientology. Speaking God. of which, yeah. it's located in LA, which is where we're going. Oh, look at that. I was wondering how we were going to get back on the road. I did it. Back I on the road. It. Hunty, I did it. Yeah. We, we saw the, the big building. blue building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is Scientology. It's big. It has a gold Scientology across it, but it's not that beautiful. No. It's like, no, it's actually, an ugly it's not. blue. And I would think for the amount of money, I know. They would, it would be like this. Ooh. Yeah. Invest in something yeah. better. Honey. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's uh, so it's it's like right now it's like forty seven days. At the time this interview goes out, it's gonna be like forty days or something like that. It's gonna no, be pretty close. So we're really. getting there. Um, super excited. Super excited. I know it's gonna it's happening really mm-hmm. quick. You found mm-hmm. some apartments to look at. I did. You found one apartment that looks like yeah, it's like a spa. It is. It looks oh my like gosh. a spa. I was looking at the apartments, and all of my coworkers were like, "Wait, are you still looking for apartments?" I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Is that it?" And I'm like, "It could be." And they're like, "It looks no, like a resort." And I'm like, yeah, "That's Honey. it. Yeah, it looks like a resort. It does. That's what it, looks it is. Amazing. That's a. F- I have two pools. One of them's on the roof. One of them is on the roof. Who does with that? a city view? Right. I'm just saying. For I don't real. know. There's a theater. That yes, there theater. is. It's really nice. It's super nice. Like, like it makes me go. Theater. Do you have to be like 50 and older? It's I just such a, like a yes. all, it's all inclusive yeah. place that I'm yeah. like, what's happening? I know. Maybe Scientology owns it. Oh, you might be right. <laughs> it might be a Scientology apartment. Right. So. Listen, as long as they don't want to convert me, I'll do it. Because <laughs> as long beautiful. as they give us a decent place, right? For a decent price, and they'll take go. my little Rothko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Little bubby. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it, they're yeah. amazing. I can't. I cannot wait. So insane. Um, that's an exciting piece of uh, piece of knowledge that we now have. Those and you're going to tour it. I'm going to tour it. You're so headed down there. I'm headed so down there in a few days. I and expect I will uh, video. Yes, I will uh, video and or Snapchat the whole yeah, thing Yeah, I want to you. see it. Probably video. You can watch it. it again that way. Yeah. And yeah. then I'll send it over to you. And you'll I be like, oh! And then I'll be like, yes. oh! There. Yeah, you did it that. twice. I did now that you did purpose. it. Now it's a habit. <laughs> I, even if it's twice, on purpose. Right, exactly. Even if it's a purpose. Love it. Um, but yeah, anyways, and then I don't know we have the, the that, 
the the what thing the what's the thing oh budget truck schedule <laughs> we have it we have it reserved we have some truck that we, we are going to we don't know whose it is but yeah. we're going to take a yeah. truck right <laughs> yeah no we're ready we're reserved we have I the know. date reserved we have we have almost everything lined mm-hmm. up almost now it's yeah. like it's getting there and the things are getting packed and the listen, things are getting people, scheduled listen it's, it's it awesome. is it is it's beautifully awesome. anxiously exciting absolutely yes all of that it is all, all of, of those things well you know what so we we recently had our final photo shoot we did in spokane with our favorite photographer we've ever worked with i love her katie hartwig she's, she's so absolutely phenomenal has an amazing eye but she does. I, so i and follow us on instagram and you can see all the mm-hmm. i put pictures up all the time i didn't do one today oh. i have to do one. Oh. um anyways There's we don't even have the officials time. yet we just have the ones that she which are like, great. Yeah, so we have this one really dramatic. I really enjoy it. It's a red wall yeah. and shadows, and uh, it's super cool. And I, I, when I captioned it, I said, "Oh, the shadows of Spokane are oh. creeping in." Right. First of all, really beautiful literary. Right. I just super say, literary. In honor of our guest later, who has his English degree, I know. this is a beautiful literary statement. Okay. But it also was kind of poignant and sad. Yeah, because it's true. Yeah, because the closer we get, I feel the and the, there's some beautiful shadows in this picture. Uh-huh. Um, so check it out Instagram at Jonathan Sergey. Um, yeah, and it just started making me think. Oh wow, it's true. It's like the sunset. Yes, the sun is setting. Sun is setting on, on the Spokane time and rising in LA and rising in LA, which geographically and doesn't la make la sense. Land. But <laughs> in our journey, Listen, metaphorically, when it's beautiful it does. Yeah, thank and you. literary, you can thank do whatever the fuck you <laughs> exactly, want. Exactly, yes. exactly. Yes. Thank you, thank for you for real. So, anyways, I guess um, that's that. I'm excited to see the real <laughs> official photos, though. Um, mm-hmm. I am too. I meant to write her today and be like, "Hey, you you're releasing so many awesome photos, great the for ones? the public. Yeah, yeah. where ours that we yeah. need to where use are the officially ones that are even better. Yes, I know. I'm hoping that what it is is she has so many she can't choose, and That's she's editing all too. of them yeah. to the T. Yeah, because let me just say, uh, she releases some. We give her permission to go ahead and do this because yeah. she did it last time. I I get it. Oh, I would have preferred it's like hard. two or three. Uh, yes. Like a be- uh, also, yeah. because I am very, yeah. very aware of what is uh, put out. Yes. That looks at me. Yeah. And we used to have a designer who I'd be like, fix that and fix yeah. that and fix yeah. that. So some of the stuff she puts out, I have <gasps> to breathe. Really? I have to breathe and well, suck it up yeah. and just not look at it in and just know it's there and go, okay. Yeah. And then slide it away. Well, know that nothing I saw made that about Girl, you. Girl, nothing I saw was like, oh, Jonathan, looks where like... you're in it looks even no, the ones no, that are no. awkward. I'm even the ones that are awkward about like, you. Oh, beautiful. Nothing about you in the picture <laughs> stuck out to me. I'm glad. Yeah, that's beautiful. So there you go. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. obviously I'm perfect. I wasn't even going <laughs> to. That's not even a question. <laughs> that was here. not the. That was not the <laughs> purpose not the of point. that conversation. The point. The point. Was about you. The point. The point. Yeah. Most points are about me. Yeah, that's so. fair, fair. Yeah, yeah right. Mean, true. We like to center our conversations true. one direction true. here. Um, okay, so yes, before we actually get into this awesome interview we're going to talk about yes. later, you are fascinated by this, and I, I think a lot of people are. Yeah, but I, I think that's because awesome. of the show. This guy's on, yeah, so. which is the Good Doctor, and it's yeah. it's so the setting of the Good Doctors in California. I think about it's a San hospital. Jose. It's yeah, a yeah, very yeah. prominent hospital, right? Exactly. And, and so, anyways, we'll talk about the show when we get to the interview. But the point mm-hmm. is, it's set in San Jose at a hospital. But the hospital itself and all of the shows shot in Vancouver, B.C. Yeah, where a lot of shows are shot. Right, which yeah. is so crazy. 
And the hospital is actually the city hall of one of the cities over there. Isn't that weird? So mind-blowing. So I think it's super cool when they do that, where you're like, oh, yeah, the setting is here. Totally makes sense. But where are the fucking palm trees? It's Vancouver, True, and the Golden Girls set? Yes. The show was in Florida. They shot it on an L.A. soundstage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It is the magic of Hollywood. I love that. You know so why cool. they shoot in in uh, Vancouver, Vancouver mm-hmm. because compared to L.A., it's cheaper. It's cheaper, and they have the laws that make it very, very yeah, lucrative. They were, and it a lot of cities around lucrative. will yeah. do those kinds of yeah. things to draw totally, and they and should. Spokane, where we're at now, yeah. tried to do, and they have done some of that. Some of it, yeah. yeah. Z Nation was here, had, yeah, of course. We've had know. crews here, uh, a so few other I think smart uh-huh. mayors really try to make right. it. You know what I mean? You do want to bring the film industry in. Oh yeah, I mean, Vancouver I, they shoot so much. Stuff so there. much. It's really like I I I love it's that you can in be Canada. It's number right. One. Exactly. It's an illusion, people. I know. You can mm-hmm. like shoot in Siberia and it be Canada. You Thank know, you. it does. It's just a matter yeah. of the, your right. budget and where right. you're shooting and any exactly. place can be any place if you do it right. That's yeah. the whole point of there are certain acting. tiny little pockets of Spokane that if you shoot right can look like Manhattan. Yeah, it's, it's weird, true. but you could do it. Yeah. You add a few different That's things. That's what's amazing about a director with a, an eye mm-hmm. is if all you're mm-hmm. showing is specific angles, you or can things, then it's yeah. it's taking people on a journey. And yeah. remember the whole thing about a suspension of disbelief. Yes, you as a viewer are just letting that right. go and just. You're there for the ride. Well, I guess that's the more uh, impressive part. Isn't even that they shoot somewhere else. It's that they seamlessly make it work so well that you have no fucking clue. And what mostly happens is all exterior shots Mm -hmm. are shot where it's supposed to be. Right. But the actual acting and the meat of the shows is somewhere somewhere else. Right. Exactly. So it's brilliant. So they just marry them together they'll take some b-roll yeah Yeah. and then of course so so much of it is like either a soundstage or you know is is kind of more of a set it's not actually a location but still the way they marry it together is so brilliant i love it i love it it's also why um you have to really want to be a filmmaker because it's a lot of work it, it does is. take because a lot of work because making editing it together and i mean i love it it is right. but it's like doing a puzzle right oh totally, of, totally and you just take all these different scenes that's why you map it out yep. and then you put it together yep. into what you have in your mind it's right. not it's not easy people oh god it's a no. lot oh, of work hard. It's, yeah. it's hard it's yeah. hard and then i would hate to be the editor who's like oh you know what yeah. here's kind of what it looks like it's not perfect fix it and you're yeah like, you have to yeah. please I make sense of my vision yeah exactly now put it together <laughs> yeah. in a way this that is good. what i want um, okay i can I only tell you uh, through feelings and colors, right? And, and I need you to make that also make charades. Sense. So yes, we're gonna yeah. and then make that into an uh, mm-hmm. Oscar-winning movie. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. That's why I think the the unsung heroes of the Oscars are the editors. Always, it's the like editors. wait, that's because yep. those people. Mm-hmm. God, they must be stressed. The fuck, fuck, I know. Yeah, and they do a really good they job. They do. Fuck. Think about these editors that work on these TV shows. I know they have to get them done All every the week, time. every week, every yeah. week. They're like, oh, yeah. And how many rounds of editing do you think it has to go through? I mean, obviously, there's, like, the preliminary, and then probably they have to re-edit, and then they have to, like, I mean, levels and, like, make the colors match and all of... Like, there's so much. You are causing anxiety. Right. Well, I don't know. And then, like, what they have to edit for commercial breaks on some (gasps) places, some not. So it has to make sense. It has to make sense. Netflix does their own uh, subtitle. Someone has to edit that in. Oh, my gosh. Remember, years and years ago, we were doing the radio show, and someone kept... Oh. Hounding oh. us because they wanted uh, 
captioned. Right. So they wanted the the transcript. The transcript, right? Because but yeah. it was a very low budget. budget. It was a yeah. great show, but it was a yeah. low budget. We didn't have much going on, and he just would get so mad. Yes. I'm like, dude, it's not that we don't want. It's just to have that we don't have the available. Yeah, and he was like, "What about the deaf community? We love the deaf community." Yeah. I'm not. I can't sit down. I have a job, so yeah. I can't sit down for a two-hour show, which is and how long that show out. was. And like, trans, plus you have to. Re- I don't know how yeah. people do oh that. That is a job. It is actually a yeah. job. Yeah, that you would have thing. to either type really super fast or replay it. 10, I would thousand times. That's how I. I do. Yeah. I used to do that when I would do interviews for magazines. Oh my I would gosh, record the interview with whoever I was supposed to talk to, it's and great, then it's just too much. over. It's, it's too over, much. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Older I get, the more lazy. Yeah, that's how that works. You know, I, I think I started lazy, and I'm going to be lazy, and then I will, <laughs> yeah, you know, you, know you, d- you like to be consistent. I, I'm very consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very um, important for film. It, it, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. consistency. So I'm I a shoo-in. I'm a shoo-in. Um, well, why don't we just go ahead and, and talk to Nicholas? Oh, this then, is going to be so much I'm fun. I'm excited. So get ready. You will remember our next guest from shows like Being Mary Jane and Pretty Little Liars. Currently, you can catch him on your TV screens every Monday in the ABC hit drama series, The Good Doctor, a show about a young autistic surgeon in a prestigious California hospital. Here to talk with us about the great show and how he has time to read up to eight books a week when I barely have the energy to press play on one audiobook, we are excited to welcome Nicholas Gonzalez to the lounge. Nicholas, are you there? I am. How's it going? Hey, go, going great. It's good. It's good. Listen, we wrote a book for your intro just in honor of your love of literature. So. <laughs> I hope you feel welcome. That's yeah. appreciated. Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Good. Well, Nicholas, let's let's go ahead and just begin with The Good Doctor. Tell us a little bit about the show. I mean, we know it's a medical drama based on a South Korean series. Uh, what is it exactly about, though? So, I mean, I think at its core, it's about um, love and acceptance. So, you know, um, uh, it, it's, it's literally about a, a surgeon who, who has autism and uh, along with savant syndrome, which makes him a, a very good fit for a diagnostician and possibly a surgeon, which he's, he's going after in a prestigious hospital in San Jose. And um, I am his boss. Um, but wow. the show deals with um, a lot of marginalized people throughout, not only just um, our Dr. Sean Murphy, played by the illustrious Freddie Highmore, but also, um, you know, you'll see throughout the, our patients. You know, some, some are uh, surgeries that are ripped straight out of their headlines. Others come from the madcap brain of uh, David Schiller. See, and, and medical dramas are, like, as prevalent as law enforcement dramas right now. What right. M- what makes The Good Doctor stand out? I know it's the uh, the same guy who brought us house, so that's it's a very different view. So what would you say makes it stand out? Well, I think one of the things that makes it stand out is uh, there's always a balance. I think for, for hospital shows, there's a balance that, um, and you see fans gravitate to different sides of the balance, and it's always a balance between personal life of the doctors, some home life, um, and then, you know, the professional life, and inside that OR, and what, what happens at work, and I think that Good Doctor really does a good, um, a, a good job of towing that line, and constantly seesawing back and forth on how much it's giving you in either direction, and it kind of keeps uh, the viewer, you know, wanting to watch, but you know, I think also it's um, it's uh, at its heart, it has heart, and it is coming from a place of love. Which I think that there's been so many dark shows for so long, there's been so many, you know, anti-heroes. We 
someone that doesn't have all the cards stacked in his direction when. Yeah, right. inspiring, right. really. It, it definitely is. It really is. Yeah. Well, and and care. I mean, you talked about Freddie Highmore. I mean, he plays Sean Murphy, and he's a surgical resident, and he has autism. But that, I mean, he also has these medical superpowers. Really, he can. He has photographic memory. He really can sense that. Uh, what's what's it like playing? You know, your character alongside someone like that. And I mean, you said you were his boss. So what's what's that relationship like? Well, I mean, I, as his attending, um, as the attending surgeon there, my job is to make sure that those residents um, are learning and um, they're thinking in the right way. Uh, so it's, you know, they're constantly being assessed by critical thinking, by uh, knowledge and, and spatial relations and, you know, set the body, all these things that, uh, and also, you know, in contact with the patient and, you know, bedside manner, all the things that maybe might be harder for someone like Dr. Murphy. Um, but yeah, he excels in others, you know, in diagnosis and, and different various treatments. So as his boss, you know, I'm, I'm looking at him the same way as I'm looking at all the rest of his residents. They're unknown to me in every way, shape, or form until as, as we go along, we prove that they're, they're not unknown in, in different areas, you know, and that's the only way this, this relationship um, flourishes and it's not a relationship where I hold their hand and, right. and rub their back, although, you know, I am there when that comes to it, but, you know, he's not a touchy-feely boss, for sure, but um, he definitely comes from a place of wanting uh, these, these young doctors to learn. And I, and I guess that's, I mean, you would want someone training your doctor to maybe not be Oprah. Right. You know, right. not be all, <laughs> you, you need them to get, get stuff done. So what's your favorite part? I want you to use your heart. I want you to use your expertise in your brain. And your right, exactly. Right? Use your heart and wish it away. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what's your favorite part of the show? And honestly, of just acting in general. Oh, well, my favorite part of the show is, I mean, it might be the medical aspect. You know, I've been surrounded by it all my life. My brother and, and father are both doctors and surgeons. And um, so it's something I've been speaking and something I feel like I have an affinity for. But um, acting, it allows me almost to investigate all those different avenues I may have chosen in life. You know, I came very close to going into medicine. I, I came very close to going into the military and and turned down a presidential appointment to West Point on the final right. day and decided to go west for college, and that changed everything. But I get to live it all out. You know, I get oh, to play yeah. Navy SEAL. I get to play, you know, detectives and CIA and all the kinds of things that I thought I might do as well. So that's, it's really fun. It's really fun that, that way. Right, right. Well, you know, this show has been very well received, and at this point it's already received 11 million total viewers, which is which is remarkable. Uh, did you ever expect that kind of uh, response? Did the team ever expect that kind of response? You know, I don't, um, we, none of us really knew what to expect. I think more than anything, when we finished, we all looked at each other and we were like, would they really let us do this together? Right. Would we really be able to work with each other? Because it's not often that you, we, we honestly do like hanging out with each other. We're constantly trying to set things up outside of it. But um, you have people that actually really care about the job that they're doing, which isn't always the case, you know, and um, sometimes you're just kind of getting a paycheck. And in this case, it's a lot of people who really care about what they're doing, and that's the crew, that's everyone else. So it's just kind of a singular um, thing that we just, I don't know, we were just too busy having fun, too busy. Ooh, I like that giving reverence to the material that we never really knew 
um, or thought about, oh, is this going to be a hit? We were just happy to letting us do it. But I don't think anybody expected this. Right. right. Well, and it's dealing with this this thing that we're finally talking more about in our society, which, of course, autism. I have a friend, and she's the mother of a child who's on the autism spectrum. And I was telling her about the show that we were going to interview you. And I said, the show's so well done, so well written. And it, I, I find it very, it's a great show. But she's actually said she's afraid to watch it because she's afraid it will yeah. give her, it'll give her too much hope. Like, what if it's, it's Hollywood's right. version, and can she hope for that for her son? <clears throat> of course, I am. Well, that's the tough thing, but yeah, nobody understands. Nobody understands any any more clearly than I think the parents of, of children with autism, and um, the friends and family of parents right. with autism. I mean, with um, friends and family with autism, because you know they understand it's a spectrum, and yeah, exactly. Uh, and what a spectrum means is there's going to be so many different manifestations of how autism manifests in, in her son or daughter and it, it truly is is there's in no way are we ever trying to represent that yeah yeah and it's in, impossible for us to and so i think as long as you go in realizing okay this is an extreme case of someone right. who is able to to get along in society enough that is able to presumably right now hold down the job as a surgeon man he's going right. for it he also has savant syndrome, you know, which yeah. comes along with a lot of like almost superpowers. And yes. that's what a lot yeah. of the complaint I think is with with parents of uh, children with autism is that, you know, uh, well, the only one to the extreme case is shown. Well, in life, I think also and in movies, yeah. it's the extreme cases that are shown because right. that's what we don't always see. You exactly. Know, the extreme cases. Right. But knowing that and realizing that we're not trying to say, I, it's, it's interesting because you find uh, different reactions to it. and. And I, I recently had a, a dear, uh, an old friend that, you know, we went to school together all from preschool all the way through grade school and, you know, more childhood friends. And, you know, um, she just lost her daughter who um, oh, oh my gosh. Was, didn't have, you know, uh, was missing a limb and, and lived with a tracheotomy oh, tube wow. for much of her life and, and had fraught with medical problems and made wow. it a lot longer than they ever thought she was going to live. And, and she just passed. I want to say she was around the age of 10. Or, oh, wow. And she wrote me and was saying, she goes, hey, I just wanted to let you know that my daughter was a big fan of The Good Doctor. And she said, you know, it just, I won't, I'll spare you everything as well. But she did say that, you know, in, in this instance, Hollywood, she, she looked to Hollywood to give her an escape, um, right. an understanding. And she kind of thought that maybe one day someone like her, you know, with missing mm -hmm. a limb and with a trait tube might mm -hmm. be on there and right. maybe her herself, you know. And it wasn't necessarily just because of, just because of Sean has autism, you know, he doesn't have the same issues that she had. But right. she saw like someone with a disability that right. was trying and doing things and you know just knowing that i may not always succeed but i i can try yes. and really try you know push the limits and so anything I understand the concern now. oh yeah and anything that puts hope out into a world that can sometimes be scary for so many i think that's amazing what Definitely. i told her was um two things but what i told her was don't let it make it an expectation for your son let it give you hope that he can really do a lot let it give you open boundaries for him because look you know we just lost uh hawking stephen hawking and that man wasn't even supposed to live two years past his diagnosis and he lived 50 more anything truly is possible 
Don't let it. Don't set well, boundaries. Well, just be open. Just be open. What I would say, what I would say to her even more so is, and what's more um, readily apparent, rather than you know too much sunshine and rainbows, is is that what it is doing is changing the way that other people are going to see your son. Yes, exactly. And not, not meaning that not meaning that they'll expect him to be a superhero, but meaning right. that they'll hopefully they'll take the time and the patience to know that because he has autism. He sees the world in a different way that you just have to get to know him to understand. Exactly. Yes, and that's exactly. ideally what someone walks away from. And I think it's the people around watching, hopefully, that will be even better for I understand why she doesn't want to watch. Right, 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 right. But I, I love what you said. That's true. Yeah. Well, with a show like this, I mean, you you are talking about such a important conversation. Do you often get asked to talk on the on the subject of autism? Um, you know, we, like I said, we've been tucked away in this little warehouse in Vancouver, you know, yeah. um, working away like little elves to put the show together for everybody that we haven't really been, you know, had time to, to go and, and do that many of those things, those kind of things. We just physically just can't be in the two spaces at once. But, um, you know, I am by no means a, uh, an authority. I am, um, I'm not going to say a sympathizer, but I am, um. I've been working with autism um, uh, charities uh, for a few years now and had a close relationship with um, Talk About Curing Autism, TACA, T-A-C-A. Oh, yeah. I'm um, in the people from there. And, and um, you know, there's, there's different relationships I have. So, I mean, I have a lot of reverence and respect. When, when my wife was pregnant, they were very helpful with us and answering oh, wow. a lot of questions and concerns for us. Um, and... Uh, you know, so I, it's something I would welcome, but I'm by no means an authority, but I am right. uh, definitely a supporter of these organizations. More than anything, I think um, parents of, of children with autism need a network, you know, yes, and, yeah. and that's what the, these different organizations uh, at their core hopefully provide. Right, exactly. Now, you're no stranger to TV roles. You know, we mentioned some of them, but you've been pretty consistently working since the 90s, which is, you know, every actor's dream. You've been on like Grey's Anatomy and BoJack Horseman, which I love, that 70s show, yeah. which is pretty great. What do you as a as an actor, what do you have to do to prepare playing so many different kinds of people? What do you do to prepare for a role? You know, um, I like the way I kind of prepared in, in college. I think there was a lot of like, oh shit, wait until last minute mm -hmm. and then hoping right. I'd be inspired. And <laughs> nine times out of 10, I would be inspired. Right. Um, as I've gotten older, I, you know, I choose things a little bit differently, but I've, you know what, I've also done this that allows it to just be open is I've stopped focusing on trying to be right. And, um, because what we're doing is, you know, it's the artistic fallacy. I mean, I can't make people feel a particular way. Right. I can't guarantee that it's going to affect someone because, you know, everyone takes what we put out there in their own way because okay. of their own circumstances and their own experiences. So instead of me trying to fit something that some way that we're going to look at this project and it's going to somehow be perfect it's not that's not the business way you know there's no a plus b equals c this isn't quantitative so right. for me it's the more i can leave myself open to bring other parts of me out is really i think the only thing that no one else can do they can do themselves they can you know do an impression of me possibly <laughs> but I, no one else can give yes yeah. right and right so i think as i've as I've become what they say, I guess a professional, and I've now, you know, been in this business for 20 years. 
maybe that's what it's taken. And it's finally being able to step outside that and being okay saying, I'm enough. Right. And oh, now I'm yeah. going to show those those pieces as, as opposed to just, you know, I'm trying to disappear into this. No, right. I think the, the, we're trying to expose is what we're trying to do. Wow. Yeah, that's that's powerful. That's amazing. Well, I, you know, what's so interesting about you is there's, I mean, there's so much and you're so um, intelligent, have so many, uh, such a great backstory. Like you mentioned, uh, you turned down a presidential appointment for West Point. I, I kind of want to know what, what was going through your head. Like, why did you decide that this just wasn't for you and you're, you're not going to go down that path? You know, I mean, it, part of it could have been my brother had already been through Stanford and I'd been there to visit and I was just, you know, fell in love with California, fell in love with maybe a little bit of the independence, mm -hmm. you know, that going into West Point, you knew it was going to be stricter than when, you know, the home you were coming from. Oh, yeah. Um, but I also knew that, you know, it, it had changed a lot since the years when my father was a graduate there in 1968. Um, and I got to say, he never was a You know, I, I chose life, I guess. Yeah, that's so, a, I think that's an awesome. I mean, look what you're doing now. Exactly. And, you know, we alluded to uh, your education being at Oxford and all that in the intro. How do you go from getting your English degree to acting? Where, where did that jump happen for you? Um, when I first went to college, I was doing cross country and track. At Stanford, so I was I had no time for anything fun. We were training three times a day and I had hard classes. And, but. Um, I, I did an improv class because I used to love watching an improv group in San Antonio called the Oxymorons. And I, I grew up on stand-up comedy and I used to watch all these skits. And so I just thought that was funny at home. wanted to do that on the side and, and just kind of did it for fun. Went, uh, stopped running after my sophomore year and went abroad to Europe and came back um, after backpacking by myself for a while and spending time in you know, Oxford and and then came back and said, you know, I want to do a little bit more of that improv. But the only classes that had improv in them, because I'd already taken the one improv class, was acting class. Mm. And I went into one of those classes, and a few months in, I was approached about doing a play by a graduate student uh, that was doing a project. It was by Jose Rivera, and um, you know, a novelist and mm -hmm. I mean, a playwright and um, and screenwriter now. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a you know one man. You know, like a monologue, a 20 minute monologue. And some crazy reason I said yes. She had me read it out loud, and she offered me the part. And, and you know, someone approached me uh, and during the performance said, You should do more of this. She, you know, her name is Alma Martinez. She's a, an actress um, who's getting her PhD there. And she took me around the theater scene in San Francisco and introduced me to everybody. And I just started out as a hobby. And when it came time to graduate, everyone else started doing interviews. And I said, You know what? I'm going to move to LA. And I packed up and Wow. He's LA to do theater like an idiot. But <laughs> <laughs> I think for theater, but it was, it was a happy mistake. Right, yeah, it right, worked out. Right, worked exactly. Out. I I just don't know like how you have the time to do you know all these hobbies and all the things that you're interested in. And I mean, you you love literature and history. And I mean, do you really read eight books a day? That's that's a week. A week. That's amazing. <laughs> a day. Wow. 
That's 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 that remarkable. Back, you, know, you know, at one point when yeah. you have that as an actor, you're sitting around a lot yeah. sometimes too. And you know, and I was between jobs or something. Yeah, I could I could sit in bed all day and I would just start wow. mowing through books. But wow. I, you know, it, it, it's been a little bit for me lately. Yeah. Honestly, it's <laughs> yeah. been a lot of scripts and things. Yeah. <laughs> How do I you think use the interview you got that film was like in 2001? Probably. <laughs> right. But cuz right. I was so shocked cuz I I'm like wow. I don't think I could do that in my best days. Yeah. 8 books in one yeah. week. That's that's I mean unless they're like two-page books, I'll be I'll be done <laughs> with those easy. I'll be done. I'll be done. So, no, how... lucky, you know, I mean, you know, I could yeah. do I could do two in a pinch and that's with the baby right now. So. Oh sure. <laughs> but yeah. lately no. Lately yeah. no books. Yeah. Well, burn books. How do how do you make time? You have a young family. I mean, how do you you yes. you're on a successful show? How do you make time for these other passions that you have? Well, what are my other passions? What do you read? Back well, you know, like your you your love of literature. <laughs> you know, you have none, none. Your love of literature no, and stuff making, like that. As, as I said, I haven't been making time for literature, but scripts have taken over there. And when you're reading right. a David Short script each week, it ain't so shit. Right. Um, right. So I'm not too far from literature, but you know, travel has been something that my wife and I have have tried to keep in. You know, we both want to keep each other as a priority when we have this little one who keeps trying to steal our hearts. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important for a relationship, you know. And so travel is one of those things that we're really taking the time to do. We're here in LA right now, but I think we're going to take off to Europe for like a month. And the little one's only a year old, so she doesn't know any better. She's a dumb baby, so you can go anywhere. Right, exactly. Perfect. That that's amazing. I love. But, you know, we, we, yeah, we try to make time for each other. Yeah, to be able to yeah. do other things outside. And if we have healthy lives outside of our relationship, then we're gonna have healthy relationships. So exactly. That's how we look at it. exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have that work life balance. Make sure you know you put your life ahead too. Uh, what before we let you go here? Oh, uh, I I mean you've been so consistent with with work, and you know you're a professional actor. What kind of advice would you give to actors who are just starting out? And making, you know, maybe that same uh, happy accident, you know, move of, of moving yeah. to LA to work on theater. Well, I got a few, a few easy things. First thing is if you can imagine yourself doing anything else, do it. Right. Um, you know, I, I think it's a bit of a calling. Um, there's different levels. Of it. Yeah. Some people just want to be a celebrity. Some people just want to be on TV. Yeah, some people really, truly love that. Whichever way, there's different ways into it. But for me, I, I believe that you know, being an extra beyond just seeing how things work for a second really doesn't do you any good because you're not able to get out and go out and audition and actually do work because you're too busy, you know, watching other people do it on set. Um, I think the best thing to do is to get out there and constantly do theater, do theater, do auditions, put yourself out there and and start to learn because you got to put a lot of shitty work out. Oh, you yeah. have to put a lot of bad work out mm-hmm. out there before, you know, you can start putting decent work out. I mean, I don't stand on, you know, my, every one of my performances looking back, you know, but uh, I learned a lot. They yes, taught me something. Totally. And yes. hopefully one day I can, you know, live up to you. But, you know, every day is, is a struggle to make life hopefully happen in, you know, the way we all experience it. And, and someone sees it and goes, yeah, it is kind of like that. And we yeah, all yeah. kind of feel warm for a second. Exactly, and that's what you know. That's what life is about. Are those things? Uh, we want to thank you so much for taking time out of your. We know a very busy schedule um, to be on our show. Awesome, anytime. Oh well, that is. I'll take that any day. You're amazing. Keep doing the amazing work you're doing, and you are so. You're probably too smart for this show, but I'm glad you came on anyway. And the funniest thing is, I'm the I was the dumbest Stanford grad, so you know, what? You anyone in my class. Oh, so I'm you not going. Feel really bad about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, 
great luck in the future. I know we're going to see some amazing stuff from you. But as always, thank check you your workout on The Good Doctor because it's absolutely yeah, a phenomenal show. So thank you, sir. You have an amazing yes. night. Thank you so much. You too, guys. Thanks. Such a pleasure. Bye-bye. And of course, that was the amazing, the incomparable, which is my favorite word. Incomparable. Uh, incomparable. Actor Nicholas Gonzalez. And listen, we're not kidding when we say he's busy because it took us two months to coordinate the Oh interview. my gosh. It I was because he's so busy. Anyways, he, he is, is in the busy. ABC hit drama series, The Good Doctor, which you can catch on yeah. Monday nights, 9, 10, uh, 10, 9 Central. Ten, Let me get that in the right area. Right, exactly. 10, 9 Central. And it actually, I've seen a few episodes and I really... Mm -hmm. I find it amazing. I also thought House was really good. So yeah. the fact that the same guy, the right. same creator went, it right. makes sense. Right. And totally. and no shade on my friend. It's hard, no doubt, um, to be the parents of someone with autism. Absolutely. And none of that was, well, she, she wouldn't take it that way either. Yeah. I just find it fascinating. Yeah. And I totally yeah. get that you would be afraid. You're afraid to hope sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because you don't know. You And so that's why I'm like, don't make it an expectation. Just right. let it help you be open. Right, exactly. To understand exactly. that, honestly, exactly. anything can happen in this world. We don't right. know. Right. So just be open right. to the well, possibility. And I think it's awesome that these, you know, this conversation is happening at, in such a, a broad way. And it's, it's, it's really highlighting something that yeah. we don't talk about, especially such an important part of mental health, which already is. And so yeah, yeah, that we don't know? spend enough time on. Absolutely. There are, are there are so many shows out right now that actually are dealing with autism. There's a great series that's yeah. on Netflix even um, with Jennifer Jason Lee. It's I love that we're talking about it. Yes. It's something. Yes. Well, diagnosis of this are, are more and more every year. Right. I don't know if that's because right. we're more aware of it or sure. I don't know what it is. But it, I mean, it's an important thing to talk about because it's all of us. There's mm -hmm. not one person who's not going to at some point in their life be touched by it in some way. Yeah, it you know, affects knowing us someone, as, knowing as a, a parent, society and yeah. individuals. Absolutely, yeah. so it totally does. I felt for him because the whole point of us asking about have people asked him is because we as mm. viewers sometimes forget that the difference between an actor and what they're doing. They do an amazing job. It And like right. you said, I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor. But we sometimes look to them because they're the ones we're seeing mm -hmm. and we want them to talk to us about it. So I think it's great that he's involved in charities. Right. You know, he's doing what right. he can without being that doctor expert. I think right. That's good. And not all of us will be. And that's just no. it. You know, tell the stories, help, you know, bring it to, yeah. to the spotlight. And you're, yeah, but yeah. wherever you can make it work. Yeah. Be in those charities, you know, donate, yeah. whatever you need to do. And great advice on if you're going to L.A. Yeah. And we've heard this advice from a lot of, of people through the years, which is if it's something you can't imagine not doing, then do it. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly how I've always felt about what we do and being in the entertainment world. That's why I've done this for 20 years. But you know what I mean? It's that feeling that. so. And then um, just having that, hearing him say that. And then what else did he say that just cracked me? Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, maybe all you want to be is on TV. I'm like, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. What do you What do you mean? What's happening? Yeah. True. Because true. No. I think <laughs> For it's many, a, many yeah. reasons, but there's I thought so it was There's so many funny. reasons. Yeah. I, I like that he said that there's many levels of it because you're right. Some people really do just want to be famous. I mean, our so level is it. the they best level. They don't really so, care for the acting, but, you know. Right. So. We will do it all, girl. You know, we will true. do it all. Stars, superstars, through and through. Through and through. Through and anyway, through. so much fun. I love mm. the people we get to talk to. The Good Doctor is such an amazing show. Freddie Highmore, I've always loved him since he was a child actor. Yeah, which he's grown up quite a bit. I he mean, has, except he still looks like. 
Yeah. It's weird. He, he has looks, grown up, but he, he has still, kind of a baby the same face, face still. Yeah, totally. Same face. Just totally. went up with him as he grew up. But yeah, so much fun to talk to these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas Gonzalez is amazing. So every week, every Friday, you can check out uh, JonathanAndSergey.com and see some amazing actors and mm-hmm. entertainers that we get to talk to. Because we love it. But until next Bye, bitch. Bye. Listen, you can check out our website if you want. If you don't, we don't give a fuck. Just, just do it. JonathanSergey.com. Yeah, like whatever. I mean, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or something is out there too. Jonathan Sergey.